0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, OPM is hoping to help formerly incarcerated people get into the federal hiring process. A federal leaders group wants to learn more about one agency dishing out bonuses while others were tightening their belts. one senator's latest book on wasteful federal spending may have you barking for more oversight these stories and more in today's federal newscast Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm Eric White. The Office of Personnel Management is giving formerly incarcerated individuals an opportunity to join the federal workforce. OPM is hosting webinars this week to help formerly incarcerated job seekers understand the federal hiring process. It's also holding webinars for agencies to learn about recruiting strategies and hiring authorities meant for candidates with a criminal record. Candidates do not have to answer questions about their criminal history in the initial application for most federal jobs, but do need to disclose that that. that information once they receive a tentative offer of employment. The Federal Managers Association is raising a red flag over bonuses paid to the U.S. Marshall Service's senior executive service members. The association wrote to Senators Dick Durbin and Charles Grassley, chair and ranking member of the Judiciary Committee, asking them to look into both cash awards paid to SESers in 2019, 2020, and 2021, and the slowness of the Marshall Service's response to their FOIA. FMA says the agency paid hundreds of thousands in bonuses during a time when thousands of USMS employees went without pay during a 30 30- five-day furlough in 2019. Firings are on the table for Veterans Affairs Department employees who do not comply with COVID-19 requirements. Federal News Network's Joy Heckman has more. VA Secretary Dennis McDonough says six health care workers have been separated from the agency for not following COVID-19 workplace requirements. One employee refused to give the agency his vaccination status. Four employees were terminated for refusing to wear a mask. Another was fired for refusing to comply with COVID-19 testing requirements. McDonough says the agency is providing reasonable accommodations for employees who have requested religious or health exemptions to the vaccine mandate. The decision here at the end of the day has been a clinical, which is how do we ensure veterans that we've taken every step within our power to assure their safety and their security. Jory Heckman federal news network va's major financial systems upgrades earn a good review from auditors federal news network's jason miller has those details the va gets high marks for its change management and data migration and conversion efforts under the financial management business transformation program VA is replacing its 30-year-old financial system with the Integrated Financial and Acquisition Management System. This $3.2 billion project is already implemented at the National Cemetery Administration and the Veterans Benefit Administration. The Government Accountability Office found VA is doing a good job meeting the seven tenets of good change management. GAO also says VA's data conversion activities were consistent and sought to minimize risk to operations. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Nobody said auditing the Defense Department would be cheap. The Navy Department has just created a new contract vehicle to support its audit readiness efforts. It's worth up to a billion dollars over the next five years. Four vendors won spots on the IDIQ contract, KPMG, Deloitte, Guidehouse and Selk Consulting. Navy officials told vendors they want them to get their financial processes in shape for an independent audit and also support sustainable processes to keep them that way once the Navy or Marine Corps earns a clean opinion. Congress spent the last few years trying to improve privatized military housing after mold, mice and lead paint harmed service members and their families. Now, even after guilty pleas from contractors, some of the same issues are afoot. Federal News Network Scott Mascioni explains. Balfour Beatty Communities has been disregarding environmental and safety concerns in military housing communities for the past two years. That's according to a new Senate report looking into the company. The findings come after the business pleaded guilty last year to defrauding the government between 2013 and 2019. The Senate report says Balfour Beatty's behavior since 2019 mirrors the tactics it used in previous years. Executives from the companies will testify before lawmakers today. Scott Mascioni, Federal News Network. The federal government is spending taxpayer dollars on robot dogs on the border, derelict lobster trap removal, and an opera about monkeys. Senator James Langford is highlighting these programs in his sixth annual report, highlighting what he considers wasteful federal spending. Langford says in this year's report that the Army spent more than13 million dollars for office furniture at a facility in. Langford says in this year's report that the Army spent more than13 million dollars for office furniture at a facility in Florida, and nearly two million dollars went to renovating buildings at Guantanamo Bay. Craig Martell is stepping up as the chief digital and artificial intelligence officer at the Pentagon. Martell will help the Defense Department accelerate its adoption of digital solutions, data management, analytics and AI. Martell recently served as the head of machine learning for Lyft and also held the same positions at Dropbox. He's also a tenured professor at the Navy Postgraduate School. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is bringing on a longtime cybersecurity leader. CISA announced that Bob Lord will join the agency as a senior technical advisor. He's expected to focus on strengthening partnerships, including the Joint Cyber Defense Collaborative. Lord was the first chief security officer at the Democratic National Committee. He also worked as chief information security officer at Yahoo and previously led Twitter's information security program. Meanwhile, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency releases a new tech strategy. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. NGA released new technology focus areas at this year's GEOINT Summit in Denver. They include a big emphasis on data access and integrity, as well as automation. The areas help explain where the agency is headed, according to NGA Director Vice Admiral Robert Sharp. You can see that our workflows are changing from human-initiated to machine-initiated. We need to make these changes in order to increase our speed and stay ahead of the growing amount of GeoINT created each and every day. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.